now if I could just keep my bicycles from being stolen. <laughs> and I, you mentioned that, and then we got on to other things, and I know that that's your... That's my baby. That's your ride, man. That's your horse. That's your baby. Luckily, I have another one, so... Oh, do you? Yeah. I, I bought one uh, earlier this year. Actually, I bought one from Vancouver, a company called Dost. Huh. Dost. Uh-huh. Which is uh, the German word for friend. Oh, Dost. And... Uh, Not like as in... Somebody dosed me. No, D-O-S-T, like yeah. dosed. It does yeah, sound yeah. the same, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. So you're yeah. riding a newer, the one that got stolen was an older one. It's it's my You baby. already had a newer one. Right, right. And I'll replace this one. It, I'm, I'm curious to see if my reward to the homeless bicycle people um, pays off or not. Well, that was really smart. You got to bet both ends of the table. Yeah. You know, you got to support the cops and the homeless. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I agree completely. And, and, I, uh, and the cops, be- I've been really pleased with the police. They didn't yeah, find it. So- I mean, they haven't found it. They're not going to find it. But So I was curious about how suspicious looking that house with the air tag on the roof looks like. Pretty suspicious. And it's in really? a really suspicious neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot. Do you of- know the cops at the water cooler? Probably. Oh, Small oh, yeah. town. Yeah, no, totally. It's um, uh, they were pretty convinced it it was there. That's they spent almost three hours looking at that one place. But they didn't. Were they allowed in? Yeah, they got in. Oh, so they would have seen it. They got in. They got into the shed in the back. They got, but it could be any house around that. But all their air tags are pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So wow, what, you know, you need to redo this. I'm just thinking of old Santa Fe and thinking, you know, 200 years ago, somebody would have had their horse stolen yeah. while they were inside having their yearly bath and then <laughs> and then the sheriff would round up a posse and they'd go looking for todd's horse that's right they'd find todd's horse get a rope get a rope <laughs> hey everybody todd conquer pre-accident investigation podcast oh yee-ha. Uh, still talking about that bike, you know, still, but things are moving. Uh, n- not yet. That's the answer to your question. Not yet. Have I given up? Kinda. Yeah, I've given up kinda, but maybe, who knows? Lots of people are doing lots of work and, you know, time has passed by now. So it's, you know, we're on to bigger and better things. That's for sure. Like today's podcast. So I might as well admit it to you if you don't know. I'm not a big reader of LinkedIn. I'm not a big social media guy, which is surprising to me because I would think I would be. But like, I don't have Facebook. I don't have. I I don't twit. I don't have Twitter. I I'm not really a big reader of LinkedIn. But I get sent stuff once in a while, and I pulled up an article, and it was is so interesting to me because it was around the four Ds. We've talked about the four Ds a bunch: dumb, dangerous, different, and difficult. Right, And they added, actually, it used to just be dumb, dangerous, and different, which I know those kind of by heart. Difficult was a beautiful addition. And what's happening, as happens in our community, which is great, is that people have taken the 4Ds and moved with it. And it meets all the tests. It's applicable. It's You can hold on to it. It feels like it's, a, it's clever. It feels like something you can do immediately. Um, workers like it. They pick up on it pretty quickly. And it, I think it's reflective of what adaptive capacity looks like is people just by definition 
recognize dumb, dangerous, diff, different, or difficult. Now I'm having a hard time saying it. And they understand that that is a heightened reality. Margins are getting low. Risk is high. Change is available. It meets all the tests. And so it's been a pretty effective tool. It's definitely caught some air. And it should catch air. It's clever. It's interesting. People like it. What I thought was amazing is that our buddy Jeff Lith, the master of the Safety Differently website, Vancouverite, Canadian, interesting cat by any stretch of the imagination, by any metric, he's taken it and kind of run with it. And it's been a really great tool for him. In fact, what I love about today's podcast, and I'll bet you a nickel that's what I call it, because why wouldn't you call it that, right? Is he sees it as a Trojan mouse. Not a Trojan horse. That's a different set of uh, of uh, imagery. A Trojan mouth. It's it's a way to bring people into the conversation and to expand the conversation effectively without them knowing it. And so he wrote this little article, which I thought was amazing. It was a really a fun little article. It wasn't very long. If you haven't read it, look it up. I don't know how to tell you to do it, but you're probably better at it than I am. And he talks about the four Ds. But he takes it one step further, and he puts behind it what the four individual Ds do specifically. And I really thought it was worthwhile. And that's saying something, because mostly I don't think stuff's worthwhile. But this, I think, was com- is a completely worthwhile couple-minute read. Because what it does is it kind of legitimizes the sort of gimmicky, I put quotes in the air when I said gimmicky, but the, the sort of cleverness of the four Ds. And I don't, I don't really think it's a gimmick, but it's clever and it's memorable. And he underneath it substantiates it with some thought. And that's exactly what needs to happen. I mean, it's a really great way to do it. Now, Ivan Puppaliti, our buddy Ivan, he's the one that kind of introduced four Ds, and he's been talking about it for 100 million years. What Jeff has done with a super good nod to Ivan is kind of put that next layer of foundation underneath the four D's, and that's a pretty cool thing to do. And that is, in fact, what's going to happen on the pot, is I really wanted to talk to Jeff about it. We were talking about some other stuff. Uh, there's a meeting coming up in Florida that we were chatting about, and out of it came this discussion. I thought, oh, stop, stop everything. Let's record it. And let's share it with everybody else because it's worthwhile to record. What's interesting is what I thought was going to be a conversation about the four D's. And that does in fact happen as promised becomes a really interesting conversation about motivation and how we can motivate not only the people we work with, but ourselves. I did not see this coming, which I think makes the podcast (laughs) super interesting because it went to a place that I didn't imagine it would go to. And you guys know, right, the rules of the pod are that we will never have the conversation about what we're going to have the conversation about. So when people are on the podcast, and it's kind of weird because they're sort of nervous and stuff, which I think is, it's just us, so I don't know why they're nervous. They'll want to, sometimes people will say, well, what are we going to talk about? Or can you send me a list of questions? And I always say the same thing. I don't know what we're going to talk about. And nope, I can't send you a list of questions because I don't know where this is going to go. It's just a conversation. It won't be bad. And if it's bad, we'll we'll throw it away. But I never throw it away. And I hardly ever edit. In fact, I think there's a comment in this podcast where Jeff says, you can edit that out. And I said, I can, but I'm not going to. 
That's what's cool, and that's what you're going to hear. So listen carefully to this little conversation. It's not very long. And see if it surprises you where it lands, because it lands in a place that is much different than where I thought it would land. The whole entire reason I wanted to talk to you is I think you've done more. That little paper you wrote is great. I mean, it's really interesting. It's a little bit of trying to gather every known piece of knowledge in the world into one paper. Um, but not that that's a criticism. It's not. But um, what I thought was so important is when you took the four Ds and then tied them specifically and parenthetically, if I remember your paper, to really the four areas that they best cover. Is that the right word? They best consume. They best. They help workers understand. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Thanks, man. You're welcome, that- man. That means a huge, huge amount coming from you. Yeah. I, I, so not a writer. So I, you know, I thank, you know, those that I showed it to who helped me a little bit because I'm just so insecure about writing. I'd also really like to thank the dictation function in Microsoft Word. That was really useful. Um, but you're right. I, you know, you, you know, I've always been kind of secret seeking that unified theory of everything since uh-huh. 2012 in this space. And, and I don't, this is, I guess there's elements of that, but this, I really wanted to share the story because when we were in um, Nevada, when we were in Vegas or, or Nevada, as it appears on expense reports, uh-huh. or let's, <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Let's call that the Aerosmith workshop. That's right. Um, no, it was really tremendous. And, and, you know, Ivan uh, listening to Ivan uh, for part of it there and sharing that story and just having kind of a, Huh, you know, thinking about the work. Oh, oh, besides seeking the unified theory of everything that is still a fun pursuit, I, I've always tried to practice. I've always, since 2012, been trying to take the information that was shared in the space and turn it into tangible practice. And and that was really difficult, uh, difficult-ish in 2012. Um, but we've come so far in a decade that now there's this um, kind of low-hanging fruit and and these 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 simple means. The other thing that's really, I think, is exciting about this is that, is that trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, you can edit this, right? Um, I've been about implementation. I can edit it. I won't edit it, but I can edit it. (laughs) Well, these, this is practicable. So, so midway through the last decade, what came up was uh, this kind of an idea that we were I keep coming back to the Trojan horse model and it, and it made perfect sense at the time and, and um, um, was utilized to, to, to varying degrees of effect, but it's still a mental model that says we're trying to have a bit of a revolution of sorts and, and get inside the castle walls and, and, and then revolutionize a, a bit. And I think that the experience certainly of just immediately before the pandemic in the last couple of years, uh, have have said that let's just layer on let's use yes and so i think that notion of yes i accept that and uh which i think comes from improv comedy it, it totally does yeah it totally but, does but that's really what we did at, at vegas and um what we did with these ideas and and i think it's what we need to do in organizations to not even come and say um le- 
the, the notion of a pilot or, or a safe bubble in which to experiment with these ideas, that's still fine. And it works for some organizations, but for others that we're trying to reach these days, let them keep doing what they're doing. What can we layer on top of? What can we say? Yes, you're managing safety. And um, so it's not so much trying to stay. I, I guess I shouldn't use the word coup, uh, but <laughs> we're, it's not, we're not, it's not a Trojan horse and we're not staging a coup. We're saying, look, you're, you're, you've been successful. You're very successful. We're going from good to great or great for great to awesome. And, and, and so this is a Trojan mouse. The four D's are a Trojan mouse. I like to say, and, and um, we can layer it on top of what an organization already does to give them a really tangible experience of what we're theorizing about in this space or what we, what we talk about conceptually but boy, when operational leaders have a, a, a firsthand experience of proactive learning and proactive improvement, you can't you can't undo that. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? The, the, when they start to tell, especially when operators, operational leaders start telling stories about operators, and and they're just genuinely excited by what they learn. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I think what's interesting is that. So I'll just be honest. Uh, the I thought the four Ds, which used to be the three Ds, but the four Ds, which in case people don't know, it's dumb, dangerous, different, or difficult. Yeah, that got it right. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, those are really clever. I mean, they've always been really clever, and they're clever because it's an alliteration. They're clever because it's it's a mnemonic. It's memorable. But I only ever saw those as kind of clever. I mean, I, I didn't see those as 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 actually operationally um, hmm. useful. And that's what you did is you you took it that next level. I mean, you, you talk about. I mean, do you remember how you like? What did you associate? Um, well, let's start with dangerous risk, right? Mm -hmm. So different change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right um dumb doesn't make sense yeah i mean sense making right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or stupid rules which is still dumb mm -hmm. uh and difficult mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. difficult i can't remember what you tied difficult to just uh, a task that's difficult to perform or difficult to perform well did you did you um, tie it to complexity or no because I'm not sure I, difficult and complex are a good fit, but no, no. I, I do you know the, the I think that the inclusion of difficult, uh, which I like, by the way, I think it's a good fit. Oh, I'm glad. Um, I think it just just makes them more makes it makes the whole set a little bit more daily, a little bit more operational, a little bit more in the context of performing the work. It does have an odd uh, influence at rounding out the set of questions. And if it was when it's just dumb, dangerous, uh, uh, different, um, there's still that, is this worth talking about hurdle? Because those terms, when they stand alone, uh, are may sound like significant departures or something significant worth reporting. But and the, the subtle inclusion of difficult, uh, I think lowers the bar of 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 discussability is that a word yeah um, no i think that's for the for the whole package of things no i think you're right and you could i could kind of see if you did some kind of pre-job planning document i could kind of see where you could put categories of dumb dangerous difficult and different in that pre-job pre -job, not not that i'm yeah things. not that i'm saying we need to rewrite all our pre-jobs i'm not even 100 percent convinced that's that effective of a tool it is effective when it's used but it's not a good routine tool but that that's a different topic i'd suppose but well that pre-job piece the i like the i like the step mnemonic for that 
um, because you know too many too many industrial organizations approaching a pre work assessment like that they stick to the FLRA FLHA and it's a bit what can we put on this paper what can we think of that's relatively applicable and put on this paper and and the quality of that's all over the place but that um the step uh, site task equipment and people i really love that for the pre task because it focuses the group on that site that task with this equipment and these people and it really puts a more of a point more of a a, a more of a, a yeah a point on on hazard assessing that work so and it could, becomes less of a safety management tick and flick exercise right. and far more of a strategic exercise so could you use step and then do the four d's on each one of the the four well, you could but i think i think i the, the thing about um just the simplicity and usability versus positive effect ratio um that using a simple thing like uh step going into a piece of work using the four d's throughout the work uh uh to 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 just keep that conversation live throughout the work and then and then dangerous uh when issues around danger come up you can quickly then uh go down the sticky path and and where it's a significant risk and, and use those questions to further unpack that danger so so lots of opportunities but that's what i love going into 2023 todd is is that uh We've just got this tangible stuff to play with, and we're helping organizations in lots of different places uh, layer this onto their onto their safety management system, and and come at this topic in a uh, from a whole new window. It's again, I keep coming back to Trojan mice, <laughs> which is a great. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> that's actually really a that's quite an image. That's all a little. I can just see kind of Monty Python esque Trojan a little hatch on the top that's and little. Right. Yeah, I love that. But that's right. <laughs> I think what's so cool about this is you're really looking for applied ways, you know, real applicable ways to try this stuff. And then these organizations that are on the kind of the front end of this are actually going out and trying it and having incredible uh, luck with it. The, you know, what we've always loved about this is, is working with uh, career safety professionals that are however many decades into their career that have lost their smile and, and for a bunch of reasons. Uh, so, you know, that, you, you know, we, We've talked about this, that getting working as uh, peer counselors or mentors or executive coaches, if you will, with senior safety people and seeing a spark come back in their smile, seeing them smile again, seeing a twinkle in their eye, seeing them love in life to 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 uh, uh, um, to have a tangible experience with some of this stuff. So just to use this tool and to see some operational leaders get the same excitement, uh, because that's when I think we're going to drive drive business is 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 seeing that um there's a lot of operational leaders that have been frustrated with orthodox safety but would never dare to articulate it and this right. is such a a foot in the door to them uh being able to anchor to something and run with it in fact there's a a client uh so proud of the companies that are using this but one of the ones one of the big global companies using it has added a, had it added dirty Dumb, dangerous, difficult, different, and dirty like, for, like, for hygienic concerns. Oh, oh for hygienic concerns. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I took that a different way. <laughs> I couldn't help. I mean, you know, I couldn't help. I, I think that's, I think that's exciting. But you, you said something actually that I think is really worth noting, and that's reinvigorating people around doing this work, uh, and the fact that that as you affectionately call this idea of orthodox safety not yeah. only has become a little bit asymptotically um, 
less effective. Is that the right word? Yeah, probably that's good enough. But it's also become somewhat boring and a bit depressing. It's it's really hard, I think, to not become depressed right now. Not big D depressed, but but it's hard not to sort of allow the weight of the world to extinguish some of the excitement that once existed in doing the work. I guess that's normal. I mean, I, I haven't thought about it, but what an interesting and cool thing to say. Uh, so I, I just don't feel whatever whatever part of the pandemic we're at um is that those orthodox approaches are just leaving people colder than they ever did yeah uh, they just oh, the orthodox approaches just don't feel like they fit the world today uh going into 2023 how much of that is because of the world today and how much of that is just because um the orthodox approach have become kind of staid and boring yes and both <laughs> okay um, that's fine We've just sped up in the last couple of years. Um, and so I think it's it's really become time. Like you feel that too, right? Like yeah. It's it's really time. And and I just think this is a nice little thin edge of the wedge to to have a new way of, of coming in. And um, I just think it's an evolution of the tone of our conversation. So 2015, 2016, I was a heretic. John Green was saying safety's broken. It was great for attention, but it was they weren't great concepts to get behind because as you say, we were just running around yelling that people's baby was ugly, right? Yeah, yeah. your baby's ugly, your baby's ugly. Yeah, yeah. So I, this is this is a whole different thing. The the and I'm glad that you like this tool. I I was wondering what you'd think of it and um I can't wait for to be able to share uh some of the stories. I mean, I I'm very as a consultant, as that sort of safety person's executive coach or what have you. Uh uh, uh they're not my stories to share. You know, um, mm -hmm. the stories that these organizations are having, they're theirs to share. But there's so many good ones out there. And there's so many organizations going so far with this that, um, you know, I'm wondering how to mm, safety to these things even further. So do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do. And I'm, I, I guess what's the plan? I mean, is the plan to take is the plan to maybe re-envision the safety differently website? So that it's got availability of case studies or, or not really oh, case yeah. studies. That sounds clinical. It's a place to tell these stories because where do people go to tell these stories? Yeah. Well, Sometimes it's hard to find a place in their own organization to go and tell these stories. hundred percent. So we're, I want to say, you know, being a 57 year old, short haired, white North American male, um, my daughter is helping me uh, quite a lot uh, beginning to on the website. And I, I, Hope we can all stay tuned for for modifying that platform so it is a better place to share because uh, it's really needed right now and uh, so we're we're going through a bit of a revamp um, and I encourage everybody to contribute and share. We'll get it posted. We'll we'll create an up a place on the site for people to share more easily. But anybody who with a story to share in the meantime, please feel free to get in touch and we'll put that up there. Um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I think that. Um, these D's, however many D's, uh, four D's, are, five are, D's, three D's. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, it's just a little to the left of, of center of the bell curve, right? So right. we're still inquiring about those things just slightly to left to center of, of bell curve. And, and it's still really useful in the, in the process. It's still a really useful way to look at that, but it is, we're still, uh, uh, uncovering, uh, operational rub points, um, but it's slightly 
it's not purely, purely forward-looking, positive-looking, beneficially-looking. If we were to go slightly to the right of center line on the bell curve, that's that's what I'm curious about. And and I don't have much to go on. Um, the working project right now to come up with a simple, simple thing to remember and apply that's on the positives, slightly to the positive side of the bell curve. So far, the best idea is harder, better, stronger, faster by Daft Punk and or <laughs> Kanye, depending on what you prefer. Yeah, but really, that's it. Harder, better, stronger, faster. Um, resilient, robust, quality, efficiency, and uh, the ability to fail safely. But how much of this is just introducing these concepts to organizations? I mean, that's what the four Ds did, really, or the five Ds, however we're going with this. Yeah, It, it sort of changed their conversation. It, it added a new vocabulary, even though none of these words are, I would suggest, new. But it added a new way to use these words effectively that at first glance looks a little bit gimmicky. I, I hate to say that, Jeff, because I, oh, I don't want to downplay the power that this has had. It's had good power. I, I think your attempt, um, nice attempt, the, the thing you wrote, which everyone should read, really helps us understand how we can take that idea and codify it into more meaningful um, terms for both the organization and the organization's operations. That's that's pretty powerful. But I never imagined in a million years this conversation would turn to the fact that it reignites excitement around doing this work. For, every, for everybody, for the workers, for the managers, for the ops people, and, you know, most importantly, for the safety people. That's that's kind of a cool deal. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I don't... I don't think that this is a thing that we need to get super analytical into the weeds about. I think this is leaders who come out with a bit of humility and curiosity and and use these four facets as just conversation starters into operational rub points, just really coming out and having that conversation. Um, that's really what they're what they're for, what they're what they're best at. Um, that kind of interaction and, and ongoing learning and improvement that uh, really helps, you know, organizations want to be quote unquote learning organizations. Oh, very and much so. This is really a, a simple way to, to, to get out and do that. What organizations really want is to improve and they right. want to improve. If I may be bold enough, they want to improve in an environment that's constantly changing and that has been dramatically amplified in the last three years. However, however long this crap's been going on that we've been living through. Right. Yeah. And and it's really interesting to talk to senior leaders who honestly don't know what next looks like. And this is a group of people that always knew what next looked like. They they created next and then drove their organizations into that category. Now uncertainty is so high that they honestly, I mean, gosh, the the, the discussions we're having around employment are remarkable. It's interesting to me to hear these senior guys say, well, when it gets back to normal and you have to take a moment to say, but I'm not sure it's going back to normal. I think right. you might be in the new normal now there, dude. Dude, it. Uh, yeah. Duderino. The, it's the next next. I hear your what you're what I hear you say in there is that organizations are looking for the next next, but it's nonlinear now, right? It's, right. It's uh, uh, it requires more of a of a bit of a paradigm shift. Now, what we've done together and and apart over the last few years, though, you realize we we take leaders to the to the edge of the precipice where they have to make a leap of faith, and. Right. 
And that's, that's in these times, I think that works against us more than it ever did uh, because of these uncertain times. So what I wanted to avoid was leaders having to take a leap of faith uh, based on a, you know, a bunch of books and papers uh, about something as important to their shareholders and their organizations as safety. That's, that's a huge thing. This, I hope, and I hope to set you up, introduce you to some of those leaders that can tell you firsthand, but I think it gives them a, a, a tangible sense of what life on the other side looks like. Um, and, and then we can take it into the organization from there, scale it up and embed it in the organization, re reutilizing existing, uh, uh, time and, and meetings and resources to, to greater effect. And the Trojan mouse is as simple as dumb, dangerous, different, difficult, and dirty. The mouse that roared, baby. Ooh, I love it. Thanks, Jeff. You are the best, baby. Thank you, man. And there you have it, the podcast with Jeff Lith, which always sounds kind of like you're lisping when you say Jeff Lith, but it's the name. I mean, you just go with it. It's great. It's an excellent name, very uh, BC, so it's totally cool. I love that conversation. I loved it because I didn't think about the fact that some of the stuff we do energizes us, which is really important. I mean, that's vital. We should be energized. We should get excited about the work we do. It's important. And I know we get depressed, discouraged, dejected, downtrodden. That's normal. But the fact that we can help each other pull out of that, that's miraculous. That, that's kind of worthwhile. That's what we ought to be doing. And that's why this conversation, I'm super psyched about it. It's really a great conversation. I think it was a marvelous conversation. I'm happy we got to share it. That's so cool. And I was super glad you were a part of it. Stay tuned. There's more details coming on everything we talk about. I'll bring you in the loop. I always try to. Until then, learn something new every single day. Bet you did today, you little Trojan mice, you. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Be kind to each other. Check in on one another. And for goodness sakes, you guys, be safe. <laughs> <laughs>